This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by Spray and Forget, Stanley, Simply Safe, Quick Creek, and Glisten. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And welcome to this hour of the program. We are here to help you with your home improvement projects. So, help yourself first. Pick up the phone and call us. We'd love to chat with you at one 888 Pit. 888-666-3974. You can post your question online at moneypit.com or at facebook.com slash themoneypit. We've got a great show planned for you coming up this hour. If the inside of your dishwasher is dirty, so might also be the dishes, pots, pans, and utensils that come out of it. So if it's been a while since you disinfected your dishwasher, we're going to give you a tip on an easy way to get that dishwasher fresh and clean in one easy step. Yeah, and speaking of easy, smart homes make life easier but they aren't always easy on your budget unless you take the DIY approach. Coming up, we're going to have tips for you to add monitoring and automation to your home without breaking the bank. And I hate to admit it, but colder weather is now officially on its way. So we don't want to let those changing temperatures get the best of your driveway, your sidewalks, your patios, and your steps. So we're going to tell you about a product that will help prevent cracking in the cold weather in those spaces. And one caller that we talked to on the air this hour is going to win a handy purple toolkit from National Gypsum. It's got everything that you're going to need for your next project. So let's get to those phones. one Money Pit 888-666-3974. Tammy in Arkansas is on the line and is having an issue with the bricks on her home. What's going on? Okay, I've got a home that sits on a concrete slab. They're made out of the cinder blocks. And the cracks is beginning to crack on the outside and the inside. And somebody told me to use concrete with it. And I want to do it myself. So what do I need to do to seal those cracks? Yeah, you you don't want to use concrete because concrete is not going to fill cracks very well. Are we talking about sort of hairline or fairly thin cracks here, Tammy? Well, maybe a half an inch. They're kind of separating there, but they're separating in the seams of the block. But you really think it's a full half inch? That's an awfully big crack. Well, you can put your finger up to it. It's pretty big. You can see on the outside and you can see on the inside. Okay, well, listen, if you're getting that kind of movement in the wall, you need to have this looked at by an expert. I would have a professional home inspector or a structural engineer look at it because that's a huge crack in the building. A half-inch crack is really big if it's pulling apart. That means that the house is sliding apart at that wall or settling on one end of the building, causing that to crack. And I'd like to know why that's happening. Are those cracks new or have they always been there? No, 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 no. They just started 
because the place was built in 1969. Yep. You've got to get to the bottom of it, Tammy, because if something's wrong with the house uh, for those cracks to occur like that. Now you're not talking about you're not talking about mortar that fell out, are you? You're talking about a physical crack, so all the mortar's still there. It's just separated. It's just separating. Is all it is. The mortar's still there. Yeah, I would. Here's what I would do, Tammy. I would go to the website for the American Society of Home Inspectors. It's ashi a s h i dot org. Find a certified home inspector in your area, or have a structural engineer look at it. Get their recommendations, and then you can take it from there. If the cracks are that big. I want to stop the building from moving before we begin to think about sealing them up, okay? Okay. Okay, I sure appreciate it. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. All right, I've got James in Massachusetts on the line who's having an issue with an unruly couch. What's going on, James? About 20 years ago, I bought a beautiful wooden couch, uh, stained uh, a nice dark walnut color. Uh, and where you sit on it was cushions that were covered in a, a fabric. Were they loose cushions or were they attached to the frame? They were not attached to the frame. They were loose. Uh, the frame is is quite beautiful. You walk all the way around the couch. It's, it's probably best seen from behind where you can see the structure of the wood. It's, it's a very nice couch. But after about 16 years, the, uh, the cushion fabric wore out, so I had this brilliant idea that I was going to cover the cushions in a faux leather. And now four years on, I find that the cushions stick to the wood. Uh, somehow the, the faux leather, naugahyde, whatever it might be, is leaching the stain right out of the wood. Uh, it's, the rest of the wood, where the cushions don't touch it, is still as beautiful as it ever was. But where the cushions touch it, now it is all tacky. Uh, it does not transfer onto the cushions themselves. I can touch the cushions, and they do not feel sticky. Is there a solution besides taking this thing down to bare wood? It's possible, and that's probably because of the same reason you'd see it in the kitchen, which is moisture. Not saying that the cushions are wet, but because the cushions have you know, a texture to them that is also smooth, if that makes sense. You know how leather or even you know artificial leather, when you sit on it, it like gets warmed up, and then you kind of stick to it? Like, I feel like you're probably getting the same thing just in the area where you're getting the contact from the finish to the actual fabric itself. Now, what you could do if you are committing to a specific side of the cushion that will always be the top, you could sew something almost like a canvas or a moleskin or something on the bottom that gives it, you know, more movement, but is also more of a breathable fabric. The only issue is it might come sliding off. But it won't stick. Oh, that, that's an excellent idea. So half the cushion would be fabric and the, the part that's touching the wood. Right. The bottom side would be a fabric that's more of like a backer or a base, like a canvas or a duck cloth. Now, these, these are not only the, the bottom cushion, but also the back that touch, touches wood as well. Uh, so fabric all the way where it touches the wood. Is there anything that can salvage the finish of the wood without just taking it down to bare wood? Do you find that when you have the cushions off for some time that it sort of re-solidifies or re-cures or no? No, it doesn't. It remains tacky. Although I have to admit, I've not tested that out for a great length of time. I mean, like a month or something. I mean, it might be worth it just to do, not to take it all the way down to bare wood, but to get something like a liquid sander. Um, it comes in a bottle. You'll find it in, you know, any home center in that paint and stain aisle. And then just put that on. You sort of brush it on or wipe it on in the area and just let it have like a little bit of tack to it and maybe just then hand sand it a little bit with a sanding sponge and then just apply your stain or your finish to that exact spot 
or do that whole railing. It sounds to me like you have like a slatted back and a slatted seat, perhaps. So I would just do the boards, the boards that have the issues to it, you know, not the rest of the frame. Sounds like an excellent idea. So liquid sander and fabric on the back of the cushion. It's worth a shot. Thank you very much. I appreciate your help. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Thank you so much for spending your Labor Day weekend with us. Hopefully you are enjoying the fruits of all of the hard home improvement work you've done all summer in one big last hurrah. But give us a call if something's going wrong and you need a hand at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, do you prefer your pots, your pans, your dishes, to be free of germs, grease, and the remnants of your last meal? Or maybe you consider that a sort of season. <laughs> well, I'm sure you don't. You'd like them to be sparkly clean, and they can only get as clean as the dishwasher you put them in. We're going to have tips on how you can sanitize your dishwasher the easy way. And the Money Pit Radio Show continues after this. You live in a Money Pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. 
And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by Pavestone's easy-to-stack Rumblestone rustic building blocks. Create any outdoor hardscape you can imagine to instantly add old-world charm. Available at the Home Depot. For more information and product instructions, visit pavestone.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And do you have a home improvement question? Well, we'd love to talk with you about just that. Pick up the phone and call us at one eight 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 Money Pit. And if you do, you might also win a $50 purple toolkit from National Gypsum, including everything a do-it-yourselfer needs, hammer, screwdriver, torpedo level, and more. Yeah, it's a 24-piece set. Purple drywall products from National Gypsum provide resistance to mold, mildew, scratches, dents, and they can even reduce noise between rooms. Check it out at askforpurple.com and give us a call right now at 888-MONEYPIT for the answer to your home improvement question and your chance to win. Wendy in Arkansas, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? I have a uh, mobile home. Um, it's so there's there's no attic space. Um, and recently, I had a, a leak in my roof in my bedroom, and it started out just a, a water stain on the ceiling. Um, it's approximately twelve inches wide, twenty four inches long. But here recently, in the past few weeks, it looks like it's growing mold. Um, it's a, a spot about the size of a dinner plate that it's real dark black mold. So I'm, I'm concerned that it may be black mold. And I don't know if, is there something that I can do to, to fix this, uh, like with primer or paint and, you know, maybe bleach or something to kill the mold? Or is it something, am I going to have to replace the sheetrock in the ceiling? Well, first of all, do you think that you've dealt with the leak, that there's no more, there's no longer a leak there? Well, I have a, a metal roof, and I think what has happened is the, the rain, it, it came a really, really bad storm, and it was blowing all different directions. And I think the, the water actually blew under it blew up under the, the metal on the roof. I don't think it's actually a leak because I haven't ever had right, any more So here's more what problem. you need to know. If, if your ceiling gets stained like that from a leak, you can't just paint over it because the stain will come through. So what you have to do first is you have to prime it. So get an alkyd-based primer or an oil-based primer, water or oil-based, it doesn't matter, and paint over that spot. Then once you've painted over with the primer, then you can paint, put the finish coat on top of that. But the, paint, the primer has to be done first. If you're concerned that it's mold and you want to make sure it's not, then I would take about a, about a 15 to 20% bleach solution. So maybe like one part bleach, three parts water, something like that can make it a bit stronger. Spray it down in that moldy area, let it sit for 15 to 20 minutes, and then clean it off. And then proceed with the with the primer and the paint. Okay. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm concerned. I, I, I can't you know see the other side of the sheetrock uh, because there is no attic space. Well, right now it's a fairly small spot, so let's just deal with that and and then move on. I wouldn't make a bigger problem out of it just yet. We think the leak was a one-time situation, so now we just have to deal with this. 
Um, you know, it's most likely a leak stain that you're looking at and not mold. Um, I'm pretty sure it's mold. <laughs> it, 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 one spot, spot, it does look, you know, fuzzy, like, you know, it's a white. There's a product called a five-minute mold test, and it's actually a swab within almost like a little tubey thing, and you just swab the area that you think is mold and pop it in there, and you'll actually get a reading within five minutes telling you if it's mold. And I think, does it also tell you the type of mold, Tom? I think it might. And they have a consulting service, too, that will follow up with you on the result and tell you what they recommend you do about it. Okay. Well, great. That certainly helps. I'll give it a try. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, your dishwasher makes cooking, cleaning, and life just generally a lot easier, or so you think. It turns out, though, that a dishwasher actually can do more harm than good if the inside isn't really clean. You know, it's no secret that dishwashers see their share of cooking grease, discarded food, and germs. But what is surprising is how long those things can hang around, which makes your dishwasher a breeding ground for foul odors and even health hazards. Now, that's where Glisten Dishwasher Magic comes in. Just put it in your dishwasher for one cycle, and Glisten Dishwasher Magic removes rust, grease, and other buildup that's not only unsanitary, but it can actually affect your dishwasher's performance over time. Yeah, and unlike other machine cleaners, this one's going to clean and disinfect even the hidden, hard-to-reach areas, so you don't have to. Listen, Dishwasher Magic kills 99.9% of germs, and it's the only EPA-approved dishwasher cleaner good for your house and the environment. Visit glisten.com to see the entire family of products from Glisten, the machine cleaning experts. Next up, we've got Kenneth on the line to the Money Pit, who's got a flooring question. How can we help you today? Hi. Well, I was going to ask you about how do you fix squeaky floors on the second floor of a house that has rugs without ripping up the rugs? There's a couple of things that you can do. First of all, you need to understand what causes the squeak. And generally, it's movement between the subfloor and the floor joist underneath. Right. So to try to reduce the squeak or eliminate it, you know, you mentioned that you got rugs, you don't want to take them up. I just want to tell you that, of course, the surefire way to stop these squeaks is to pull the rugs up and then to screw the subfloor to the floor joist using long, hardened steel screws, which you drive in with a drill. You don't want to do that. So I'm going to tell you a little trick of the trade on how you can fix some of the worst ones without doing that. And that is to locate the floor joist underneath the carpet. Now, you need to do that kind of by trial or an error. You can do that by tapping on the floor. You can do that with a stud finder. There's a whole new line of Stanley stud sensors that work really well, and they'll penetrate through the carpet. You need to find that beam. Once you find the beam, then what you do is you get yourself some 12-penny galvanized finish nails. And I say galvanized, and, and hot dip galvanized is the best. Those are the ones that are really sort of crusty on the outside. And you find that spot, and you drive the nail straight through the carpet. Don't let your wife see you do this, okay, because she'll get upset with you. Straight through the carpet, and then with a nail set, you punch that head right through the carpet. When you finish driving with the hammer, it looks like the carpet's dimpled. But if you take a nail set, you'll punch it through the, the surface of the carpet and sort of pull the carpet back up and rub it with your hands a couple of times, and it'll, it'll disappear. That divot will disappear. What you're doing is you're securing that floor right above, uh, right through the carpet without pulling the carpet up. Now, I wouldn't want you to do this to the whole house, but I've fixed this in lots of houses using two or three strategically driven nails. And I find if you drive it at a slight angle, it works better because the nail holds better. 
Okay, well, I noticed they had on the old this old house the other day on TV. They showed you how to do it with the rugs before I called you, and they use this Oberry Enterprising kit, which is a drill bit that's only got three threads on it that you drill down until you find your stud. Then they have a, a 50 screws with little socket heads on them, and you drill those down into the beam, and then you have a little tool that breaks the head off. And it's ingenious. The only thing is is that... I can't find the beams. <laughs> yeah, you need a stud sensor, so that would be a worthwhile investment of a few dollars. I mean, those stud sensors are, you know, 10 to 20 $25 for a real good one. I will, and I thank you so much. You're welcome. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Trudy in Delaware needs some help jazzing up her brick home. What can we do for you? And I have a single-family house, and the base of it is not finished from the dirt, you know, up to where the siding starts. And I wanted to know what I could use on that so it would have a more finished look. So is it a brick uh, foundation, Trudy? No, no. It's a brick front, and then the sides the sides in the back is um, siding. But from the dirt, you know, from the ground up to where the siding starts is about maybe two feet. It's just like basic cement unfinished look. And I wanted to know what I could put on that. Right. So there's a couple of things you can do. You can do something really simple like paint it. You would use a masonry paint for that, an exterior masonry paint. Um, the other thing that you could do is you could stucco that. Now, that's a little bit more work, but there are pre, pre-mixed pre um, stucco mixes that you can buy at a home center. And with a few tools, you, you could apply a stucco to that and maybe put a bit of a pattern on it. And you need to do that, though, by following all the right steps for prep, because if you don't get it right, it'll freeze and, and break off. But those would be the two easiest ways to clean that up. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't want something to start chipping off or the paint to start flaking. Right. Well, that's why you, you got to use the right products. You know, with the paint, you got to prime it, and you got to use an exterior quality masonry paint. And, you know, kind of the same thing with the stucco. you got to use the right tools and the right application methods to make sure it's nice and clean and dry when you start, and it'll hold up nicely. All right, Trudy? Okay, thank you so much. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Automated smart houses are big on convenience, but they also require a big budget, unless you take the do-it-yourself approach. Kevin O'Connor from TV's This Old House is here with tips for making your home a smart home without the big upfront investment. And This Old House on the Money Pit is brought to you by Stanley Tools. Stanley Tools has been helping to build America since 1843. Look for specially marked Stanley packaging featuring the Made in the USA with Global Materials logo. And visit stanleytools.com slash build your America. Hi, I'm Richard Trithui, the plumbing and heating contractor from TV's This Old House. If you want to keep your home from freezing, frying, or going on the fritz, keep listening to Tom and Leslie on the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. On the Money Pit Radio Show, pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home by calling 888-MONEY-PIT. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy 
policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And Leslie, do you think the White House ever springs a leak or shows a few maybe drywall cracks? Uh, I bet it does more than one at a time. Well, now even the Obamas or their staff can get the do-it-yourself advice they need on WQLL, which is Money Pit's newest affiliate in the Baltimore, D.C. market. You can check out the show at 1370 on the dial starting Sunday, September 13th from 10 to 11 a.m. So welcome to the Money Pit family. Cindy in Delaware is on the line with some plumbing odors. Tell us what is going on, Cindy. I have dual sinks in the master bathroom. And every once in a while, I get a strong sore smell. Okay. I don't know what's causing it. It doesn't matter if I run the water um, or flush the toilet, but... uh, the, the left bowl connects, the underneath the pipe connects to the right one, and it goes down into the, you know, under the house. Okay, well, assuming that they were plumbed correctly and that you, in fact, have a, a plumbing trap there, which I'm going to presume you are, the odor is probably the result of something called biogas, which is basically happens when you get a lot of debris over the years, and it lines the inside of the pipe, and it lines the inside of the, of the, the connections, the drain, and so on, and then that that uh, material will start to produce a pretty strong odor. So what you need to do is take the drain apart and use a bottle brush to scrub the inside of it. You can't just like run something down there. You physically have to scrub it, those pipes out, and that usually will eliminate that material and therefore the odor. Okay. Okay, because I had used, tried vinegar and baking soda. Yeah, that's all good stuff. But, you know, if it's really building up like that, you're going to have to remove the scum, so to speak, that's that's containing all that bacteria that's producing the odor. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Well, built-in home automation systems can help monitor and control your home systems, whether you're home or not. But installing some of these systems can require a big upfront investment that may be hard to recoup. Well, the good news is that there are many new products on the market now that give you the same sense of automatic smart home control without the need for a costly centrally wired hub. Here to discuss some of those options with us is this old house host, Kevin O'Connor. Welcome, Kevin. Hi, guys. Great to be here. You know, if you think about it, when home automation first hit the market, there was a lot of interest, but most of the early systems required a centralized hardwired control panel, which you really had to commit to. And that was expensive and costly, and I think it turned a lot of people off. I think um, it definitely prohibited a lot of people from diving into what was a big decision, something that was going to require a lot of thought and probably a lot of money. And the big change today is that the need to hardwire everything is pretty much fading away thanks to Wi-Fi technology and the need to sort of just pick one system and have everything run off of that is also changing. Because of that um, wireless technology, there are systems now where you can actually cobble together different manufacturers' products, different brands into one unified system. 
basically, it's all going to your smartphone eventually, right? So the phone has basically replaced that big box you used to have to stick in a closet The phone somewhere. is the brain. The, yeah. pho- the phone is the brain, and the phone is not wired anymore. And so it's a lot easier to sort of cobble together the system that serves you best and to use products from different manufacturers that you like over, well, you know, one over another. Yeah, like Home Depot, for example, has a system now called Wink, which is a platform that can be connected to multiple manufacturers of the same products. Like, for example, in thermostats, it will work with the Nest thermostat or the Honeywell. And there are a lot of other things that sort of fall under that umbrella. So now you don't just have thermostats and alarms. You've got things like smart outlets where you can actually plug in an outlet mm-hmm. or wire an outlet. And now all of a sudden you can control that outlet remotely so that you can have an air conditioner go on and off via your smartphone. You can have humidity sensors, temperature sensors, motion sensors, cameras, all of these things now coming together into a unified system that sends it back to your phone, they can be, again, different brands, different technologies coming into that one central hub, which is often the smartphone. You know, I think it's so interesting because you've created an sort of a smart way to fool potential burglars. You know, we recently took a vacation and I put in three or four different automatic timers for lights around the house to come on at different times so that it could essentially look as if someone's been moving about the house. Here you could be anywhere in the world and be like, boop, I'm going to turn the light in in that room. Ha ha, tricked you. I mean, it really (laughs) is convenient and amazingly accessible. And the fact that it's convenient, I believe, means you're more inclined to use it. To use it, yeah. If you had to crawl down underneath the couch and pull out that old timer that you had to push down the little tabs. Were you spying on me again? (laughs) (laughs) Right, but I mean, if that's what you had to do before you went away for the weekend, chances are you're going to walk right by it and you weren't going to get the lights turned on remotely. So it just didn't serve you well. The ease of being able to do it from your smartphone and because it's so intuitive means you're more likely to actually use this stuff. It's a really exciting and fun time to add some of these things to your house. There's a new uh, garage door opener now that's a, that is smartphone enabled. So you can literally pull away from your house and if you recall that you left the door open, no problem. You just pull over, open up your smartphone and close it. Probably not a bad thing to have when you consider that most of us go in and out of our houses through the garage. Would you ever leave your front door open? No. So why would you leave your garage door open by accident when oftentimes it is the primary access into your home? Well, and I think that's an interesting point also. You know, we've seen entry systems also become automated for homes as well. So if you need to let, you know, perhaps a service person or your kids home from school, you can just easily program the door to open at a certain time or you know they're there via your smartphone and you just go, boop, boop, door opens, done. I have a neighbor who pretty much every time we go away calls me up to see if he can borrow the leaf blower, (laughs) which is great because he knows I'm not using it right then, but it's locked in the garage. Now you can let him in. I can let him in. I can just send him the passcode and in he goes. He unlocks the garage door. I don't have to give him a key. He shuts the door afterwards. It automatically locks. It's great convenience. Um, And I love to have that sort of remote access to it. It will also, if I wanted to, um, send me a, a notification when that door was opened or closed so I can keep track of who's coming and going. Of if your leaf blower has been returned. Well, that's how I actually figure out how many beers he owes me for the leaf blower. <laughs> there you go. I mean, Leslie and I recently both just installed Kohler standby generators, or Kohler whole house generators, mm. and we have apps now on our phones. Tells us when it comes on, when it goes off, when it's exercising itself, running You can turn test. it on, you can turn it off. It, it, it really is a brave new world when it comes to home automation. Well, that's right. And now there's a lot of smart features that are purely for entertainment. You just put in a system at your Charlestown project that was an audio system that was 
all sort of Wi-Fi enabled and smartphone controlled, right? We did. And the beautiful thing about it is that we've got a central hub that's down in the basement. um, And then we have these wireless speakers all throughout the house. So you've got them on all different floors and all different rooms. They're connected to um, wherever your music source may be, whether it is on that central hub or again on your smartphone. Um, And it also allows you to connect it to the television sets. You can move these things around. You can pick settings so that you have the music going on throughout the entire house house, during a party. Um, you know, we've seen this stuff before. It's just getting easier and easier to install them because the wires are disappearing. And really, really fun. Kevin O'Connor, the host of TV's This Old House. Thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Okay, catch the current season of This Old House and Ask This Old House on PBS. For local listings and step-by-step videos of many common home improvement projects, visit thisoldhouse.com. And This Old House and Ask This Old House are brought to you on PBS by GMC. GMC, we are professional grade. Still ahead, extreme weather can affect your driveway, your walkway, or your patio. Get info on a concrete that'll endure temperature changes for years to come next. You live in a body pit. The Money Pit is presented by Simply Safe Home Security. Simply Safe has no long-term contract, and the award-winning 24/7 protection is just $15 a month. Money Pit listeners save 10% when you visit simplysafemoney.com today. That's simplysafemoney.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And the number here is 888-MONEY-PIT. One caller who joins us this Labor Day weekend on the air is going to have a chance to win a $50 purple toolkit from National Gypsum. It's going to include everything that a do-it-yourselfer needs, hammers, screwdrivers, torpedo level, and more. And National Gypsum is celebrating their purple drywall product, which provides resistance to mold, mildew, scratches, dents, and it can even reduce noise. Check it out at askforpurple.com and give us a call right now at one eight 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 money pit for the answer to your home improvement question. Well, concrete sidewalks and walkways that crack and buckle can require expensive fixes. It's a common complaint among homeowners and do-it-yourselfers alike. Yeah, especially as the temperatures change, the rain, the snow, it really can cause cracking and become a problem that mainly traces back to the concrete itself. If you have too much of one ingredient or too little of another, what happens is the concrete becomes fragile and it becomes prone to breaking. And that's a problem that Quickrete is tackling head-on with a new product called the Crack Resistant Concrete Mix. Mm -hmm. You know, this mix includes the proper ratio of stone, grass, gravel, sand, cement, fibers, and that's going to make for a strong concrete. I mean, so strong that it eliminates the need for wire mesh, and it offers superior crack resistance against freezing and thawing. So no more shoveling all that snow away or raking leaves only to find that you've got damaged driveway underneath. Quickcrete's crack-resistant concrete mix is easy to work with, too. It's the perfect way to get concrete back in shape before the cold weather sets in and makes cracked concrete look even worse. Steve in Massachusetts is on the line with a leak in the ceiling. What's going on? I have a two-story colonial, and I have a number of water leaks, in, especially down on my first floor, in a foyer, a living room, a kitchen, in a first-floor bathroom, and also in a second-room bathroom. And they're not big uh, leaks, but, they, I mean, they are noticeable. And I want to kind of correct the problem, you know, and I know I've been paint over it, but I want to correct the problem first. 
So I had a roofer tell me that maybe I should put a uh, ridge vent, and I know what a lot of the ice dams we had last year. You know, I'm just wondering, I'm kind of dumbfounded why all on the first floor and none other than the bathroom in the second floor, you know. So these seem to be from condensation? Could be, I guess, you know, the yellowish and that. I do have a little overhang in my kitchen area, and that came about four years ago. I painted over, I used kilt and that, but then it come back again a year later. So I don't know whether it's like an insulation problem, a roof problem. I did put a second roof on back about five years ago. Up to that point, I never had any problems. So Because it doesn't sound like a roof leak or a plumbing leak. It's just showing up in the oddest of places. You know, and I'm dumbfounded. Way to go. I mean, you know. <laughs> now, how much water do you see when you say you've seen a leak? How much water are you seeing? I just see the I just see the stains. I don't really see the leak. Have you ever confirmed that it's actually wet? Uh, not really. There's a moisture meter that you can use. Uh, you know, we used to use them in the 20 years I spent as a home inspector, and there's um, a kind that you can just basically wave over the spot and we'll read what the moisture level is. It would be interesting. If I saw those stains, I would take a reading at the stain and I would take a reading at the ceiling, you know, somewhere else. And if it's the same number, then it's not really wet. It may have been wet, but it's no longer wet. If the stain is wetter than the other areas, then that would tell you something different. Then would tell you it was an active leak. But what we have to do is get to the bottom of the moisture source and then get these leak uh, stains eliminated. And I think you're on the right step with the right process with that. You want to basically paint them over with a primer, an oil-based primer, and then put a finished top coat of paint on top of that. But if it's actively leaking, we have to deal with that. So I would say that the first thing we need to do, and since you have so many of these, is it might make sense for you to um, have a professional home inspector come by Take a look at these up close and personal. Home inspectors always carry moisture meters with them. Try to figure out what's going on and then get it resolved. I wouldn't do anything in terms of repair until I got some independent expert advice from somebody who doesn't want to sell you anything. That's the problem with getting the advice from the roofer there. You know, you ask them how to solve the problem and, and they're always going to give you a solution where they're part of it. You know, part of it includes hiring them. So, you know, just avoid that conflict of interest in a situation where you have so many uh, areas that you're seeing leaks. I would get some independent expert advice in person. All right. Very good. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks so much for calling the Money Pit. Hey, are you hoping to put off heating bills for as long as you can this fall? Well, improve your home's insulation for a toastier home, and you can actually reduce those utility bills, too. We're going to tell you how when the Money Pit continues. Hey, 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 Money Pit. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. The Money Pit is brought to you by Glisten. Glisten makes it easy to clean, freshen, and maintain your dishwasher, disposer, microwave, and washing machine. So improve the performance of your appliances with cleaning solutions from Glisten, the machine cleaning experts. Visit glistencleaners.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where home solutions live. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Well, leaves on trees will change color soon, but your house can go green and stay that way, too, with the Money Pit's green remodeling ideas. Yeah, you can discover 10 easy ways to make your next home improvement project earth-friendly and even save money in the process. It's all right on our homepage at moneypit.com. And while you're there, post a question just like Grant did, who writes, I have a floor in my walk-up attic, so it's meant to 
store lots of stuff. The old insulation is minimal, probably wool, but in fair condition. I'd like to add more insulation, either bats or blown in. What do you recommend? You know, adding insulation is probably one of the single least expensive home improvement projects, and that gives you the best return on investment. And attic floors or or your upper ceiling is where you lose most of the heat. So because you have a floor, you have some decisions to make. Uh, Mostly it's this. How much of that floor do you really want to retain for storage? If you can give up a good portion of that floor and, say, keep your storage towards the middle of the attic, what I would recommend is that you leave that floor in place and put unfaced fiberglass bats. Maybe pick up some 10 or 12-inch unfaced fiberglass bats and, and stack them right on top of that floor edge to edge across that entire attic, except the area right around, say, the attic opening uh, or the hatch or the staircase where you could continue to use that space for storing. Um, the issue is that if you were to, say, take the floor up and put more storage, put more insulation in, you would have to raise the floor higher so it sits above the insulation because you can't crush the insulation. If you squish it or crush it, it no longer insulates. So if you were to insulate, say, 75% of that attic, uh, you're going to see a significant energy savings and just leave that center section with just the existing floor where you could pick up some storage. And also, while you're at while you're at it with this project, take a look at that attic staircase, that attic hatch, and make sure it's weather stripped because you can lose a lot of heat just through the attic uh, hatch or uh, staircase itself. All right. Next up, we've got a question from Molly who writes, Just last week, the central air conditioning fan inside my home started making a constant loud noise. What could be causing it? Could the fan be hitting something? Well, I mean, it's possible. There are several causes for noisy uh, fans and, and noisy blower fans. Um, the one that comes to mind that's most common is when, when the fan's bearings begin to weigh out, uh, which is generally characterized by a lot of vibration and a real big racket. Because remember, any noise in that fan is going to sort of transmit through all the ducts that it's attached to. So it makes it sound a lot worse than it is. There's also the possibility that the fan is sort of baked with dirt or dust, which is fortixing it out of balance. And again, you would get a lot of vibration if that happened, and that would give you a lot of noise. Or there could be something inside the compartment that's gotten loose and rubbing against those fan blades. So, I mean, either way, to get to the bottom of it, I would have the fan checked by an HVAC tech. Look, you got to have your air conditioning and your heating system serviced at least twice a year, once in the summer and once in the winter. So the next time you have somebody there, or maybe you move it up and do it now, have it checked out by a tech. Let them figure out exactly why that noise is being made. Uh, If it turns out it's something simple, they can fix it while they're there. And if not, you know, you can go ahead and replace that blower fan now. And it's smart to do that because, believe me, it's going to get worse and it's going to break down at the least opportune time, like on a freezing cold night or on on a really, really hot day. And you'll have no AC or no heat and you'll be sad. So... Figure it out now, get it serviced at the same time, and you'll be good to go. I think sad is saying it lightly, Molly. Just get it maintained and fix that blower. (laughs) This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Hey, thank you so much for spending this beautiful Labor Day weekend with us. We hope that we have given you some tips that will make your labor this weekend and in successive weekends much easier when it comes to your home improvement projects. Remember, the show does continue online where you can always reach us at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone.